0: Over the weekend, the Carolina Hurricanes had their annual Hartford Whalers night, and they came away with a shutout win over the New Jersey Devils. Find out what happened in that game, who were the standout performers, and what is up in the week ahead for the Hurricanes in this episode of Locked On Hurricanes. You're Locked On Hurricanes. every day and as always thank you for making locked on hurricanes your first listen of this monday morning and today's episode is brought to you by sleeper download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on nhl to get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details Now, the Carolina Hurricanes had their annual Hartford Whalers night over the weekend. Uh, It was on Saturday uh, against the New Jersey Devils. And obviously, folks have a lot of fun with this. Um, I I had more fun with this one uh, than I have in years past. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of felt me. I still kind of am a bit jaded with the Whalers night thing, but Feels like they've dialed it back a little bit. Uh it and so, you know, that's nice. And I really liked the branding and stuff they did online with it this year. I like kind of the throwback uh filter they put on their pictures. Obviously, they wore the uh Cooperalls or, or the pants. They wore those for uh uh warm-ups. I know a lot of people really like that. It, And that's the thing, you know, with that, they did something different. It just kind of felt like the same thing year after year after year. They did something different this year. And that was really fun. And a total side thing about this one that I absolutely loved was the video uh, that Stormy, the hurricane's mascot, posted on social media. Oh, where he was going on a date because obviously Valentine's Day is this week. So they, you know, did a thing with that. You know, Stormy's all dressed up, you know, has has his little blazer on, goes uh, to pick up his date. She's wearing a Devils jersey, throws the flowers down, stops on it, and then Pucky is there too, and uh, has Stormy's back. You know, I loved that. That was absolutely hilarious. Um, and they had fun with it this year. They did something different, which is something that I want to see them continue to do. Um and yeah you know, they always kind of go 80s i would like for them to kind of do the blue whalers jerseys i think they were kind of like in the early to mid 90s uh if i remember the uh time frame correctly would love for them to do that i think that would be really fun because you figure like the 90s you know like 90 what year is it it's 2024 now uh you know 94 was you know 30 years ago now. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see him do something like that, you know, kind of go full 90s with a night. Uh, I think that could be fun and interesting. Uh, but you know, the big, fun, and most interesting thing about this game was you know, getting another shutout. Um, you know, that was really fun. He faced all 34 shots uh, that he faced in this game. Um, obviously it was not a high scoring game. Final score was one, nothing. Um, and that is largely down to both goaltenders uh, playing really, really well. Um, yeah. And it wasn't necessarily for, you know, the hurricanes and devils. Yeah. You know, playing like crap out there. Um, you know, because I've said many times that Metro teams play each other tough regardless um, of where they're at in the standings. So, you know that's kind of something you can expect game after game after game you know, whenever we're playing each other that they're going to play each other really really tough so that it, the fact that it was a low scoring game was not surprising to me in, in the slightest really um but yeah piotr kuchakov yeah he really stepped up uh for the hurricanes in this game he made some really big saves uh and really you know kept the hurricanes in it in, in this game because uh, a game like this, you know, one bad uh, or one mistake could lead to the other team taking the lead and then in turn getting the win uh, in such a tightly contested game like this. Um, and, you know, he had his uh, stop on Heischer, uh in the first was really big. And I think that, you know, really helped, you know, get, uh you know, set the tone for the Hurricanes in this game uh like, oh, th- this is going to be what we're going to do tonight. You know, we're going to make saves, and, you know, we're going to come with this win. Uh, and I, I really uh, enjoyed that. Um, and then, obviously, you know, it's, of course, tight. You know, all game long, uh, they ended up heading to overtime. Like I said, this was the Hurricanes' 11th overtime of the season. Um, So obviously you're coming away with a point that's going to be good. But, you know, Sebastian Ajo in the Hurricanes 11th overtime game of the season scores his 11th career overtime game winning goal. Uh, So big congratulations to him. You uh, said before, you know, we, we want our top guys to step up in top guy moments. And this was exactly that. And, and it wasn't just him. Uh, you know, Natus, yeah, you know, was there first, yeah. You know, he knocked it, or shot it and it bounced off. Uh he sure and then of course Aho batted it back in. So you had Natus in on that as well. Uh you had Slavin also in on that registering assist. So you know your guy uh, again, Slavin's not necessarily a point guy, but you know, he's you know one of the hurricane's key pieces. So you had you know three key pieces there on that game winning goal, which I really like. I, I really like that. That's something we're gonna need, you know, heading down into you know this back half of the season and into the playoffs. That's what you're gonna need. You're gonna need key pieces and key players stepping up at key moments like this in overtime. Three key players stepping up in overtime getting it done for you uh and getting that second point uh in overtime and all of this came with a minute and 20 left in overtime. Yeah, Everyone was kind of thinking, oh, God, we're going to go to shootout. Um, yeah, everyone's kind of getting to that point. Uh, and then, it, then of course, you know, Nate just goes down, you know, obviously Aho uh, uh, ends up knocking it in. Uh, so no shootout, guys. Uh, that was fun. We always like when it doesn't go to shootout. Um, but yeah, you know, this was, you know, this was a, a game that I think, you know, really, you know, kind of keeps the Hurricanes on the right track. I think it was a really good performance from Pyotr Korchekov. Obviously, he got a shutout. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's really, you know, you look back to the game uh, against the, what was it, the Avalanche um, when. He had gotten pulled, uh, you know, when things went really sideways in the at the end of the uh first period. You know, had his hat trick in the first, then all and they had a three nothing lead. All of a sudden, you're know, going into second, it's three two because you know, they scored in such quick succession. Auntie Ronta then comes in, then he has to come out because he's hurt, and then Kochekov is back in. Yeah, he does his thing. Uh, Hurricanes still get the win there, but. You know, I think this was a really good performance from Kochekov. You know, he was able to, you know, be dialed in all game long, and I, I think this was a game he needed. Uh, you know, he's 24 years old. He's still a freaking kid. Uh, yeah, he, he's just out of college age. Um, so yeah, you know, I think that was good for him. A good bounce back performance from him. You know, you figure he's probably going to be the Canes' number one. Going forward for this next little bit, we'll get into that later on in the episode. But yeah, the I think it was a good performance from him. Uh, I really like it. I'm excited to see what happens next uh, with that uh, to see how he can continue to build off of this game and to an extent uh yeah you know, how he uh, came back in that abs game as well continuing to build off of that i think it was a really good bounce back performance from him uh but like i said sebastian aho won it in overtime for the hurricanes his 11th career game winning goal love that for him uh but the hurricanes penalty kill uh was really uh working in this game against the devils and we will dive into the hurricanes penalty kill as well as the stars of the game right after this quick break folks now folks it is of course uh that time of the year it's the halfway point of the season and canes fans yeah, you know, the Hurricanes, they really uh, bounced back from where they were at the start of the season. And regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because With Sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Now, you know, you can be asking yourself, oh, you know, what players, you know, would you take this week to win a hundred times money? What do you, you know, what do your friends think? You know, you can get, get so many, there's so many options here, you know, with the Hurricanes, you know, we talked about Sebastian Aho in this last game. You talked about Pyotr Kochekov in this last game. Marty Natchez has been on a tear. You look at all of these guys on the Hurricanes, there's so many options. And, of course, you aren't just limited to the Hurricanes either. Nathan McKinnon just went off the uh, uh, last night. Uh, so the options are endless there for you folks. And fans can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, college football on sleeper. So again, you're not just limited to hockey. The options, again, are endless. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Sebastian Aho, Kyoto Kochakov, Marty Natchez will record more or less their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minuses in any given game. And entries take can be made in under a minute. To win a hundred times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Canes fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big, folks. Use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. L O C K E D O N N H L. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Now, folks, diving back into the game, uh, the Hurricanes penalty kill uh, really went to work in this game. Uh, they they had their work cut out for them. Uh, as they ended up you know, going on the kill four times in this game, and eh, they killed off all four of them. Uh, whatever Tim Gleason is doing with these uh, penalty-killing units is working, uh, they are still uh, number one in the NHL since December 1st, operating at 91% success rate. Uh, they're absolutely killing it right now, folks, and I'm loving it. Uh, and one thing that was funny in this game, again, it being Whalers night was uh referee Dan O'Rourke uh, called the Hurricanes uh Hartford. Yeah, like normally would be like, oh, you know. Carolina number 11, two minutes for tripping or, or whatever, you know, but no, called them Hartford in this game and. I love that, you know, a little tiny thing, a little tiny detail makes it a little bit more fun. Um, yeah, again, yeah, this, this Whalers night, it was fun, it's a little bit different. They dialed it back a little bit uh, as compared to years past. Like I said, I had fun with it this year, surprisingly. Um, so, you know, and it was, again, just, yeah, that was, that was fun to see. I'm sure uh, some Hartford purists uh, were up in arms, about that one uh but you know it is what it is there I, I would still love to see them do like a preseason game in hartford or something like that i think that'd be fun i I have no idea the logistics behind it uh that's just me spitballing but i would love to see them do something like that preseason game in hartford you don't necessarily have to wear the freaking whalers uniforms uh you know you can just just go play a game there i right? I feel like if they do it, they're probably gonna wear the whaler stuff though. Um, yeah, yeah you know, it, it is what it is there. That, that, that's a, I, I would say that's above my pay grade, but I don't even work for them, so you know, it's out of my hands. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, but it is what it is there. But yeah, the hurricane's penalty killing is, of course, operating at a fantastic level, and so is their power play as well. Obviously, they didn't net a power play goal in this game against the Devils, but that does not mean it is bad by any stretch. Uh, it is currently sitting at number two in the NHL uh, 27.7%. Uh, loving that there is com- compared to where it's been this season of how bad it had been for it to have climbed back up to be at a number two in the league. That's great. And of course, penalty killing, like I said, it's been number one since December 1st. But as a whole on the season, it is number four in the NHL operating at 84.2%. So both of your special teams units are top five in the NHL. Uh, and I do think that is going to be really key for them to uh, continue to maintain that. Uh Heading into this back half of the season and into the playoffs, that's going to be really important, uh, especially come playoff time to be able to capitalize on those chances. You know, in the playoffs, you know, when you get a power play, being able to go down there and capitalize on it, or you're on the kill uh, and being able to stay strong, you know, that's going to be really important. I would, uh, like I said, whatever Tim Kalisa is doing with the penalty killing, do not change a freaking thing. Because it is working uh, wonders uh, out there right now, so yeah, uh, with that, yeah, you know, and we'll we'll see what else happens uh, between now and playoff time, of course. But you know, talking about the stars of the game, these are kind of obvious, uh, you know, with it being the game that it was. Brady Shea got the official third star. Okay, fine. I personally, my third star. I went with Marty Natchez. Uh, he was the one who, again, like I mentioned earlier, originally went down there for that game-winning goal. Uh, bounce off uh Banachek. Aho uh, got it, of course. Um, so he had an assist on that. Uh, he's also had four points in his last two games and nine points in his last eight. So Natchez is on a tear right now. Uh, and I'm loving that. Aho, again, game-winning goal in overtime, kind of obvious there. Uh, he's also on a three-game point streak, uh, and so loving that for him as well. Honorable mention being Jacob Slavin also uh, assist on that goal, and he's also had assists in back-to-back games, uh, which being a guy that isn't a points guy, you know, I, I like that for him. Um, uh, and really no surprise at all, being Piotr Kochekov being the first star of the game for myself and the official one, Ajo was the official second star. Uh, 34 saves. Uh, I mean, you pitch a shutout, you're probably going to get the first star, uh, from me. Um, and uh, most of the time, uh, just in general, you're going to get the first star. Uh, but yeah, no surprise there at all. Of course, he's the first star. You know, he, He played a fantastic game. Why wouldn't he get the first star? But like I said, I really want to see how Kochekov can follow this up. That's going to be really important for me. And we will look ahead at the week ahead for the Hurricanes in the Hurricanes forecast. We finally have a name for the week ahead, and that is the Hurricanes forecast. And we will dive into that right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, it is time. The wait is almost over. North Carolina FanDuel America's number one sportsbook is coming to our state on March 11th. You'll finally be able to bet on all of your favorite teams in all of your favorite sports. With FanDuel, there's tons of ways to get in on the action, you can bet on everything from the money line to over-unders to which team will win this year's Tobacco Road rivalry. Will it be UNC? Will it be Duke? Who knows? If you're from here, you know just how big of a deal that game is. Uh, And all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, with live betting, you can even pick which player will put up the next bucket. All And the one after that, folks. I am super, super excited for this. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it for so long now. So I'm excited. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. So just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. So you can be the first to know when FanDuel goes live in North Carolina. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Now, folks, the week ahead for the Hurricanes, uh, the Hurricanes forecast. Like I said, we finally have a name for this segment. I'm excited for that. It took me way too long to come up with this. Uh, but yeah, what uh, what's up for the Hurricanes uh, in this week? Uh, they have the stars on Tuesday, uh, the 13th. Um, that's kind of going to be a really big uh, thing for Piotr Kochekov. Like I said, wanting to see how he follows up this game against New Jersey. Uh, I think that I kind of feel like he's going to get the start there against the Stars, Uh, you know, because you you got a few days in between. That game was on Saturday. This game is going to be on Tuesday. You know, I kind of feel like he'll, he'll get the start there. We'll obviously, of course, talk about that. You know, as time goes on and then they have the Arizona Coyotes on Friday, the 16th and Vegas on Saturday, the 17th. So you figure you're probably going to be seeing Spencer Martin this week at some point. Uh, I would say Arizona may be your best bet for that uh, of when we'll see Martin. I think, all right, you're probably going to see Kochekov. Tomorrow against Dallas, then Martin uh, on Friday against Arizona, and then Kochekov again on Saturday against Vegas. I think that's kind of how they're going to go with goalies this week, bar, you know, something crazy. You know, maybe Kochekov just starts going on a tear. And it's just to the point where you can't pull him out. You can't pull him out of the lineup because he's just playing that dang good. Would love for that to be the case. Absolutely love it. Uh we, I mean, we've seen stuff like that before where you know, the Hurricanes just riding the hot set of hands. Yeah, you know, that's just playing out of his mind. So we'll see what happens. I think that's what they're gonna go with. Um, but we're just gonna have to wait and see. Uh maybe we'll get some updates on Auntie Ronta and Brett Pesci today, uh at practice. Uh obviously all that stuff is still going on right now, so we won't know till a little bit later on in the afternoon. But you know, on Saturday, uh, you know, Auntie Ranta uh or Rod Burnamore said that Auntie Ranta will be out a couple weeks. So that's uh less than ideal to say the least. Uh I do feel this is that really pressures the hurricanes into making that goalie trade that we've been talking about for so long, for so freaking long. Uh, whether or not they do, I don't know. I think they should sooner rather than later uh, because I would much rather go ahead and make this trade now. Whoever they get, you know, give them time to kind of get used to the new team, give them a little bit extra time. So that way, you know, come playoff time, you know, they're a bit more used to uh this new team and this new system because we've seen before with new goalies coming in an adjustment period you, know, you saw it with freddie anderson so don't you you see it with everyone yeah you know, uh very rarely is a guy just going in there pitching shutouts uh immediately you know uh so i, I do think you know that entry to ronta probably like all right guys come on uh spencer mark like don't I said before, they they don't need to do the bargain ban money ball analytics type stuff. Uh, they need to go out. They need to make a splash. They've obviously been linked to a few goalies. And we'll continue to talk about that as the trade deadline approaches. Um, so we'll just have to see. Brett Pesci on Saturday, he was still sick. Uh you know maybe we'll get an update on that today. uh there's just been something going around Raleigh uh, for these past couple of weeks and it's it's killing everyone. uh it, it's rough out here folks. uh you know you can hear it in me. I got whatever it is. it's the same at my day job you know, there's a whole lot of folks getting sick. It's uh running rampant through Raleigh uh, and the hurricanes are no exception uh, to whatever it is that's going around this city. Um, but, you know, obviously, best of wishes to Ronta, to Pesci. Pesci, man. I hope you got some Benadryl and NyQuil. That's all I got to say, <laughs> hey, man. That's about the only thing that's been helping me. Uh, but, you know, we'll get updates as the day goes on. And, of course, we will talk about those here on the show. So make sure you're following along at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on social media at Jared ellis underscore 96. Subscribe on YouTube. And as always, folks, let's go Canes.